0: everyone. Welcome back to a sexy episode of Internet Hour. Just kidding, kind of. I lost my voice over the weekend a little bit and now it's got the rasp. It's got that Lisa Barlow low, like gritty, sexy voice like we're in a freaking bar basement where I'm screaming my head off. I don't know. I hope it sounds sexy when I listen back and not absolutely horrifying. I know a lot of people like when they're sick can't. Like get to the oh my voice is sexy part because they're just like I can't I'm in pain and like I'm hurting but honestly I'm not in that much pain right now it's very much the tail end of my like sexiness so I'm trying to like get in where we fit in you know I'm getting the pod up so that you guys can hear this late night talk show radio host voice Um, just kidding but hi welcome back maybe episode 123. I don't know. But we're in September now. It's September. We're in the middle of Virgo season. Okay, fair enough. And it's really kicking. It's doing everything I thought it would do. Lots of lists, lots of cleaning up, getting ready for the end of summer, ready for the beginning of winter. Like We're just in our planning mode a little bit. And I'm really excited by that. I like astrology that matches up with the year. And that's not like an accident ever, really. I feel like I talked about patterns in terms of like, the people who are good at baseball are with birthdays in earlier in the year, because they're bigger by the time the drafting comes around or whatever. So a lot of baseball players are, I don't know, maybe Libras or whatever. And that over time, all of those, like, That synchronization between the stars and the people then on earth and the seasons that we come up with, like school and sports and shit like that, it all like matches up and lines up together because of the astrology and because of the earthly circumstances. So, like astrology and Virgo season informed the school year of we start in September, that's when we're kind of getting all our shit back together. We're coming together with the community community we're ch- communicating oh my god like oh my god um and so then so that informed the okay we're gonna have our educational stuff start at this point and now we're hundreds of thousands of years deep in astrology and you know i don't know how far deep in school but all of the all of the energy we now associate with beginning of school year school time is Virgo energy and like Libra energy when you're settling into the school year and you're starting to beautify your folders and you're getting all your notes taken correctly and like you're really thinking equally about different ideas and subjects like it all follows astrology and I just love it and that's why when you're an adult I think like September still feels like start of school and I get it's end of summer you're like winding down your fun outdoor activities. So naturally, duh, like we're settling into more structured patterns and shit. But it's like astrology. It's still astrology informing our energies and our vibes and our lives. Like there if astrology wasn't real, which like it is, there wouldn't be that same repetitive cycle of seasons changing or school vibes coming in September, let alone seasons changing overall. Like there is a reason and, and there's a reason that Aries starts off the, the year. That's like, okay, we are in late March and early April and we're starting to feel spring and we're jump starting into a new year pretty much. I always feel that way around March and April. Things are blooming. You're really getting geared up to then go on and do the rest of the year. So I don't know. Anyway, that's my obligatory five-minute astrology rant, beginning, middle, or end. This one happened to be the beginning. So I don't know. Welcome back. I'm feeling the energy. I'm feeling really good. Honestly, I had one of the best weekends of my life. Like, it was so fabulous. Um, I got together with a bunch of people over the weekend. And we got a house in the Poconos in Pennsylvania and we played games all weekend. And it was just really fun. It was really pure. And I felt very like loved and my soul felt nourished and it just like it felt really right and really good. And I don't know what to attribute that to except the big Pisces moon that happened last week. No, I'm just kidding. I have amazing friends. And amazing vibes, and that's what did it. But I will say, last Wednesday was my birthday. I turned 27, which is crazy. It's a crazy age, I think, in a good way. I'm really excited. I feel so young and vibrant, and like I'm really in the middle of a really exciting time, and also at the beginning of a really exciting time. It's so weird that when you're a kid, I feel like specifically a little girl or a little, a little monogamous, a little, no, what am I trying to say? A little person who's feeling, who thinks that their life will go school, fun, marriage, kids kind of situation. Like I was always that because I think I talked last on the last episode about how I was, I'm more like basic quote than my siblings and then and then other cool people and i think a part of that was always like i'm such a rom-com person i'm such a hopeless romantic reality tv person that i the story of life was always school fun marriage kids and now that you grow up and you see like how complicated life is and how unlike a fairy tale it is in so many different ways big ways small ways and that doesn't mean it's not good but just unlike this like typical shit that you have planned for yourself it's like you grow up and you almost like I almost want to laugh at myself at 15 saying oh I'll be married by 27 and I'll have a kid and like it's just now saying it now out loud it sounds so ridiculous but like in my head 27 was that marker because I guess I think probably conceptually it was the oldest age that I could conceptualize at the time. Like I wasn't ever thinking about being in my thirties or forties or fifties and how fulfilling and amazing that can be in all sorts of ways. And, and now being a grown up, it's almost like, wow, I feel like I'm at the beginning of this runway of life. And I just like, I have so much in front of me and it's also weird because I don't, we're all on such different paths. Every single person in my life, regardless of whether they're in a serious relationship, single, a lot of money, not that much money, a good job, a horrible job, a job that they love, like a desire for kids, a desire for marriage. There's just like, out of everyone in my life, everyone is doing different shit. Like, it's so crazy. It's like, I'm in a really long-term relationship at this point. We, Aquatil and I just celebrated five years together, which is like crazy. It feels so long. It feels so short. It feels like so fulfilling. And I feel like we're in a good place of like, we're we're still getting to know each other, but we know each other really well. And like, that's so fun is settling in with someone into a life and like learning about each other and loving each other and finding out weird parts of each other or hard parts of each other and working through things and building on that together it's like it's nice it's nice to feel that way obviously and at the same time i there is no part of me that's thinking about marriage or kids or i i feel like i'm like a seedling in my the magnificent career and life that's about to unfold in front of me and not that marriage or kids would hinder that or stop that in any way that's not what i mean and i think for someone else or even a different version of myself i would be i would be on that wavelength but it just so happens that where I am right now and where my emotions are and my life and my circumstance like I'm just I'm happy doing it and I don't see things changing anytime soon. But then again it's like our life is so fickle. You it can change. It could change in an instant and I could change how I feel. I'm I guess I'm just trying to say like age, responsibilities Everything you think or feel that you're supposed to be doing, it's irrelevant. It's all irrelevant. The supposed to be is not the reality. It's not the, it doesn't account for like the complexities of human nature and growing and fluctuating day to day, week to week, month to month with emotions and what is provided to you. Like, it's just, yeah, I feel like happy and open to the possibilities of to the possibilities of my life, whichever way they go and come and just, I don't know, I feel like maybe it's a birthday thing. Maybe it's like I'm still in the first fresh week of being 27 and I'm like I have this grown-up wisdom now to, I don't know, do something with and I guess I'm just talking to you guys about it. I don't know. But that's all to say I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling nourished and fulfilled and on my birthday last week, it was a Wednesday. It was very cute. I came into work because I was taking the Thursday and Friday off. And I don't know, you know, I don't know why I came into work. And it's funny, I don't because everyone at work was like, why are you here? And by the end of the day, I was kind of like, uh, okay, do you guys want me here? Like, I could leave. But They were all just saying it because who comes to work on their birthday if they don't have to? And we're still in this hybrid remote situation. So it was like I totally shouldn't have come to work. But also, like, it was fun. I got dressed up in the morning. I woke up early. Like, waking up early on your birthday is kind of – I mean, I don't typically do it because I usually do take my birthday off and I love to sleep late. So it's like, hello, reward birthday. Yes. Duh. But this time I was like, I'm going to get my ass off, go to work. I woke up. I did my little morning thing. I felt so cute. I was like, it's my birthday. I got dressed. I looked cute. I came to work. My two, two of my work besties took me to lunch and it was so cute and fun. And then I walked back to work and then I went home and I changed into comfortable clothes and then I changed out of those into nicer clothes to go to a restaurant with Aqua It's called Llama Inn in Williamsburg and it's so bomb. It's Peruvian food. It's definitely like fancy-ish. The vibes are up there. The drinks are up there. Um, but the food is so good. I can't even explain how much I love ceviche. Like I could drink a gallon of like ceviche lime juice. I know that sounds crazy and disgusting probably because like meat juice too also, like shrimp or fish, whatever. But yeah, I would literally like, oh my God, I could eat it every day and it was so good. And the one at Llama In had these weird like corn nuts in it, but it gave it the perfect crunch. Oh my God, I can't, I'm like still thinking about it. And then there were these tuna, tuna, like tuna the fish the like sushi fish hops and oh my god they were everything and then there were asparagus which were delicious sorry that's a siren on my end okay I don't know how long it's gonna take like everything is not okay out there Okay. Siren is basically gone and I forgot what I was talking about. I'm so sorry, but, oh, I was talking about my beautiful dinner at the llama inn, which was so good. So delicious. And the drinks were bomb. It was great. And then after it was the blue moon, super moon, birthday moon. It was crazy. The moon was so huge. And I got my little rocks together, my gems, my, my emotional support, um, Fuck rocks, gems, what? What are they called? Uh, crystals, crystals. I grabbed all my little crystals that I've accumulated over the past two years. Maybe not two years. Actually, maybe the first ones I got were last year, which is very off-brand for me. I'm shocked I haven't like had them my whole life. But, um, I grabbed those and I took them out in my little backpack and I brought my picnic blanket and I went to the park that's like two blocks from my house that had a perfect moonfront view and. I just sat up and I was holding my crystals and I was saying my manifestations and I was looking at the moon and I just really felt a good energy, like a receptive energy from the moon. I don't know. And I was like talking to her and I was saying, hi, these are all the things that I have already and I'm so thankful for. And these are the things that I want, not necessarily material, not really any material except the lots of money, material wealth obviously that we all crave and acquire and honestly need to survive like um but i was asking, you know, for health and wealth, happiness and some other specific things, good skin. Like i don't know, i was just i was feeling like asking i feel like something that i've been noticing the past like month is that The saying, the greasy squeal, no. (laughs) The greasy wheel, no. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Oh, my God. (laughs) All I can think right now is hash slinging slasher and the crispy, buttery, flaky crust. Anyway, um, I really feel like that's been helpful to me of like asking for what you want is not always you being a huge bitch or like a Karen and that's like in life where I was like when I asked them to redo my floors like I literally got my little Karen Bob wig out put her on and got to click lacking on my keyboards and I was like give me a new floor and they were like sure that's actually a reasonable request and I was totally expecting them to be like who the fuck do you think you are absolutely not but Squeaky wheel, got the grease. um, And then something else happened where I was a little squeaker and I got it. And now obviously that's not to say, you know, don't abuse it and don't like me. I don't know. You obviously know what to do with that saying, but I just felt like universe wise, sometimes you just have to look up at the sky and be like, these are the things that I want and deserve and know that I can achieve and get. And if you're up there, Mr. Moon, and you're absorbing this energy and absorbing this vibe and you have some vibes to give over the next couple years, I would fully accept them. And honestly, I feel like the moon heard me and smiled at me and was like, here, here's this weekend filled with loving fun people in nature and it's just going to be amazing and i feel rewarded already i like feel i feel good i know that's is that obnoxious to say i don't know maybe but if you love me you'll be happy i feel good anyway okay that's about enough of that almost 20 minutes jesus and i haven't even gotten to the most important to Pieces of pop culture news as of late. The first one being... This is the one that's most notably taking the world by a storm, although they're both very captivating. One is just this huge thing, and the other is this really small thing, but be, but is really huge at the same time. And you'll understand when I say them. Okay, the first thing, the huge thing, is Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner getting a divorce, which is wild to me. It's like earth shattering, heartbreaking. It feels like a big deal. And not in a like, I'm not personally feeling it. But I feel like the collective vibe is very much feeling it. And they're probably very much feeling it. The, the, the pain that comes with heartbreak, like that sucks. It sucks for everyone. There's no one who's like immune to it and gets over it easily. Maybe people deal in different ways and better ways. But going through a breakup, let alone a divorce, and having to then co-parent with this person for the rest of your life and stay in their orbit is probably like so hard and so devastating. So I hope they're both okay emotionally. I think the reason it's like really shocking us is because you almost feel like Joe Jonas has like been through so many lives. He was so young when he started, there was the Demi, there was the Taylor, there was the blah, blah, blah. Like there was a lot, there have been a lot of trials and we've seen it all happen publicly. And he's grown up a lot. Like we've known him for 20 years in the public eye. So it's almost like we all breathed to this sigh of relief, like, and, and Joe is the hottest one inarguably, everyone always chose Joe. I mean, maybe some people chose Nick and people chose Kevin because they felt bad, which is, like, so mean. But he's owned it up until this point And now he's, like, completely capitalizing on it. So Kevin is absolutely my favorite. But anyway, everyone loved Joe and always thought he was the hottest one. And so it was almost incredible that the woman who got him – or not got him, but, like, the woman he – married and the woman who chose him is a woman that was so much cooler than him or not okay sorry that's so bad she's not so much cooler than him I don't know either of them personally also so I don't know but it just felt like okay the hottest brother of the biggest band of like a lot of people's childhood the heartthrob main guy he Found someone and is with someone of his caliber. Like it was almost like we could all accept it. It's like the people who are in love with Joe, they couldn't even be like, I wish it was me. Like maybe they are. I wish it was me. I'm so jealous, but they couldn't be like, fuck her. Like she sucks. It's like, no, she was fucking dope. She's gorgeous. She's funny. She's British. Like we, she is, she is, she's doing it and she's fulfilling that role that all of us all of us i mean i wasn't i'm not like a joe bro stan but there are like so many people out there who are more qualified to be saying these things but i i get the cultural like i i've been around the culture for as long as they've been around so i've known how he's been received but anyway it was just it just felt like okay good we're in a good spot this is a win for millennials sophie turner is quite literally our age my age she turned 27 in february so she's actually in her saturn return i'm not in my saturn return yet that doesn't happen for two more years Um, your saturn return comes from when you're 27 to 29 or 30. it can start it can start in any of those times so if you were born after like the end of march 96 your Saturn return hasn't happened yet, and it's coming in two years, and it'll be Saturn in Aries, which is crazy. That seems like it's going to be a shit show, but we'll be fine. Um, anyway, so she's, she's the, the Zillennial vibe. She's the tail end millennial, and he's a pure millennial. He's like 36, I think. And we just are like, this is a win for us. We're cool as hell. Like we are fucking cool. We're cooler than the generation above us. And honestly, we're cooler, doper, more mysterious than the generation below us. You heard it here first. No, just kidding. I love Gen Z and potentially maybe I'm, maybe I'm even more cuspy, but it just felt like a win. It felt like really a good thing for all of us. And they had two kids and it just, I don't know, it felt like a family unit. And then you have all the Jonas Brothers and all their wives and it's like a unit of six of them. And it just felt pure. It felt like we're all here together being cool and normal and grown up and like we're Disney stars, but we kept it together and we got cool wives and we're we're good, we're chilling. We're all married, like it's all fine. And then for this to happen, it just, it just felt, it feels sad feels like a loss and all the reports are saying that it came down to their differences in lifestyle In that she wanted to party a lot and he wanted to stay home and it's almost like hello yeah she's a Pisces with an Aries moon and Aries rising and she's 27 she literally was filming Game of Thrones from like 16 to 24 then you got married and then had two babies like she didn't have any time to be the famous rich party girl that she wanted to. And I think, like, I mean, I don't know if they rushed into the relationship. Obviously, that's not for me to say. And But getting into a relationship so quickly after kind of being out of the loop for so long and then I feel like it was probably very exciting for her in the beginning and then it got really serious and she probably, like, was into that but didn't necessarily know that there would come a point in which she wanted that freedom and would like I feel like she was like this is kind of it and this is a good situation so I'm gonna go with it and I'm gonna suppress these feelings of wanting to go out and party and be young and hopefully they'll just kind of go away as I have kids and as we get you know whatever but I think they probably were bubbling up to the surface I think there's a lot of bubbling going on right now. Astrologically, like there's a lot coming up from deep down in the surface and it's coming to our consciousness and not in a way of like, it's a conscious thought, but it's, it's coming up in our like physical bodies and our energy in the world. And maybe it will become a conscious thought, but there, there's just a lot of stuff that's coming up that it's like, you have to look at what your values are in life? What is an ideal? like, do you mesh and match with other people in terms of your of your values? What are the structures in your life that you've built brought to you now that you need to refresh, that you need to get rid of, or that you need to integrate new things or practice old things? It's very much like a time in which you are reestablishing your values, who you think you are, who you feel like you are on the inside. So if anyone's out there and they're going through this like just let them come let them come. a lot of it could be scary, a lot of it can be exciting, a lot of it may seem mundane like I don't know it could come in all different forms, but if you feel like your gut is trying to talk to you, now is like a really good time I would say to listen. uh yeah, okay. Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner, sad about it. It was kind of weird, the like interim of of the reports coming out and saying like they're headed for divorce and then him filing for divorce on Tuesday. And he did this weird thing in between, we're at his concert the night after the TMZ announced it, but before they filed, they did a statement um, he wore his wedding ring to a concert and also posted a picture with the wedding ring prominently displayed. So it felt like almost uh, an acknowledgement of the rumors and a, a like shooting down of them. But at the same time, it wasn't direct or clear. And I feel like they're both kind of funny Internet people in a way that they would totally have dispelled it pretty in a in a joking way or in a serious way. Um And they didn't do that. These, like, pictures, concert was kind of ambiguous. So I was, like, not really sure what to believe at all. And then on Tuesday, uh, reports showed that he filed for divorce in Florida, which, question mark there, I have no idea what that's about. And they released a joint statement together. um, And it said, says... Um, statement from the two of us. After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. Okay, my first thought is, did anyone on earth proofread that? Because there were a lot of interesting interesting commas and just a weird cadence i don't know obviously probably not honestly like they probably just drafted this sent it to each other and we're like sure let's go with it like were they four wonderful years obviously they're not going to tell us that and like probably they were wonderful and just recently she's discovered that I mean, and they said it's been six months of, like, problems for them. And her Saturn return literally started in, like, March. (sighs) That's so crazy. Um, There are many speculative narratives as to why, but, comma, truly, this is a united decision. When you say truly, it's giving not truly. But anyway, like, yeah, they deserve to be respected and deserve to have privacy and their children are super young, so hopefully they can like establish a good co parenting vibe and just like get on the right page. And as with all of these things, it will be interesting to see who they date next. I don't know. We will certainly see. I'm gonna look at her chart really quick and I'm gonna say, okay, wow, today here's the top of her daily horoscope. Oh, wait, actually. Okay, so I've been talking about her Saturn return, and so let's see what this says. Her transiting Saturn is in the 12th house, strongest from January twenty, January 17th, 2022 to March 29th, 2026. Okay, wow, that's almost four years. No, that's over four years. Interesting. Okay, so maybe she has a big ass, like, Pisces. During this transit, lasting two to three years, you're more serious and introspective and find yourself in a process of summing up the achievements and the residue of the past 30 years, the period of Saturn's transit of your entire chart. You are sorting out what aspects of yourself to keep and what parts need to be discarded at this time, as not wholly congruous with your past, with your present self-concept, Whoa, sorry. At this time you are likely more compassionate and sympathetic to the problems of others you may have recurrent feelings that life is too hard or that it is beyond your conscious control there may be trying circumstances in your outer life during the course of this transit such as imprisonment either real or imagined or you may feel a strong sense of guilt perhaps generalized rather than specific It is for you, in essence, a time of withdrawal from active participation in life, a going within, in order to more fully assimilate new energies that are waiting to be born in you when the time is right. During this period, your personality is in transition, and outworn aspects of yourself need to be discarded, however painful that may be, before proceeding onward in your path toward personal evolution. That sounds about right. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay. Cool. All right. Anyway, enough about Sophie and Joe. Wish them the best. Obviously, really sucks. Um, I'm not sure what else we'll get. I hope it's not a messy divorce. I feel like it's not feeling like it's going to be. But then again, divorces change people and make them crazy. So it could be something that we never see coming. And who knows? Um, but hopefully not. Hopefully not for their sake. Okay. The second thing is I was describing it as a very small thing that's actually a really big thing. So the very small thing would be two people going to a concert together and dancing a little, kissing a little, and watching the concert. Small thing. Huge, huge thing when the two people are Kylie freaking Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. Like, what? are you serious? Are we serious? Like they're dating. They're fully dating. They wouldn't go to a Renaissance tour concert, Beyonce's birthday concert in LA and make out. I mean, was it a make out? I don't know. Kiss and dance and be seen together unless they were legit dating. Oh my God. I don't know. We got our first reports of this, like, budding relationship in, I want to say, February or March, maybe even April when they were spotted – oh no, February, she went to a Hader Ackerman show for Jean-Paul Gaultier, and so did he. And people think that's where they met each other. And then she wore JPG Hader Ackerman to the Met Ball, Met Gala – I hate when people say Met Ball. I'm sorry, I just said that. Um, And so there's a connection there and i think it was like in april they were spotted eating tacos in the back of one of their cars and over the past couple months there have been a few very grainy paparazzi shots one of which is the one where they're hanging out in the backyard and people thought it was pauline chalamet but it ended up being a different friend and kendall was there and this is the one where kylie's holding a pack of cigarettes and in my heart of hearts i feel like Chris Jenner called TMZ and she said, you better take that fucking picture down or else. And they were like, okay, yes, because like they don't want Kylie to be seen as a smoker. Like that's so not her brand and that's not – and I think in out of the goodness of their hearts, like they don't want to be encouraging smoking cigarettes, which is good. So I – so then there was like one or two more paparazzi situations after that where it's like Kylie's car parked in Timothy Chalamet's driveway or whatever. Stupid like that. And then there was like a month ago, people were like, oh, Kylie and Timothy are over and it was him that broke up with her. And then those rumors were dispelled pretty quickly. Like, Kris Jenner then called TMZ and she was like, who the fuck is your source? Because Kylie and Timmy are still together and you heard it here first. And then they took it back and we got one more grainy paparazzi picture. And now... They decided to step the fuck out together, come to Beyonce's birthday party concert, stand in the VIP section, have their arms around each other. He's kissing her hands. They're hugging. They're a little tiny, like I can sense some nervies. Like she's not too sure what to do with her arms because this is the first time they've been out together. The, the fact that they're out together means they certainly are... Intimately close together when they're alone, otherwise, you wouldn't go out and be like this. I don't think, but they're kissing, they're kissing, they're ass grabbing. He's grabbing her ass like, oh my god! Oh my god! I watched the video not 100 times, like 200 times. It was so, like, I thought it was so hot. And the thing is, I respect if you don't, and if you didn't. And if you won't ever like that is so your prerogative and like i even understand it conceptually like people find different things hot but like man it is so fun thinking genuinely that it's hot because i am having a blast re-watching all the content looking at the pictures watch like i am literally picturing them having sex like that's how deep and far we are that I'm analyzing their movements. And I'm literally like making a porn for them in my head, which is crazy because two months ago, maybe, maybe even a month ago, I was telling you guys, like, there's no way they're sex. Like she's so, she's so, she feels so much more dominant and not in an energy way because honestly these videos with his fucking baseball hat on and him like he was giving dominance like it was I was taken aback but I do mean in like body style I guess I just had to see them together and them interacting like her little little tiny waist and like her big butt and his little, little little tiny waist and probably his little butt like it just in my mind it was like not making sense them being compatibly attractive but my god seeing them together I like oh my god oh my god I'm so happy for them they're so hot they look so good together they seem to have good energy good chemistry it's it's a vibe but he was smoking a cig inside the arena but like was it outside I don't know and then he's like ashing on the fucking plebes, the like people standing in the regular GA, like so funny. But also what? Oh, I don't know. I just I was living for it. It was truly everything. And I am so happy for both of them. I I don't know if I think it's long game. I don't know what I feel about that kind of vibe, but I'll take what I can get for the next couple months. This will be where my focus is, and I'm like very pleased with that. So I can't wait to see more. I like, are we gonna get a grid post? Are we gonna get stories? Are we gonna get stormy? Are we gonna get air? Are we gonna get the dogs? Are we gonna get Kevin? Like, what are we gonna get? What kind of content are we moving with? And also her content for the past like month or two months has been. By your husband's so good she seems so happy and excited and in love like it's just it's all feeling so good so i'm happy for them and i wish them the best okay i can't do it now because i'm getting kind of tired but real housewives of new york is great. We're like a little over halfway through the season. And I'm waiting for the drama to ramp up a little bit. Although like, I don't want any of these ladies to fight each other. I think Aaron's a little annoying. Jessel is a little annoying. Sai, I love. I'm a stan, but she's kind of getting a little annoying. I can't lie. Uba, I'm obsessed with in love, just waiting for her to give a little more. Not that she hasn't been giving. It's just like, I know you have it in you to be like, The thing is she's so smart and funny and she's like she's like performatively ditzy which i like fuck with so heavy it's like when you're really smart and really funny that you can pull off being like a little silly and stupid it's awesome she's great i don't i honestly don't want her in any drama but i know she could bring it so it's almost like let's get something going um I said Aaron's annoying Brynn. I loved her at the beginning, kind of finding her annoying now, but I feel like we're in the mid-season lull. Like I just need, I don't know, I need something. Um, who's left? Aaron, Jessel, Brynn. I know Jenna Lyons is left, but I'm doing her last, Obvi. Okay, I think I got everyone. Um, but Jenna Lyons, iconic, like her confessionals are so fucking good. And her IRL in real life filming is so good because what you think will bother her or what would bother me as a person and kind of get me like riled up a little bit she just like doesn't let it penetrate her and obviously that's why she was such a good ceo i'm sure like she's just iconic she's rich she's stylish she's everything these women like want to be and respect but they're they're just like getting i think they're getting annoyed with it and it's like it's okay it's okay jealousy is a disease ladies like it's fine i get it But also, like, you're letting it show a little bit too much. Just, like, let her do whatever she wants. Because if you could fly first class and skip out on a group party in, like, fucking economy or – is economy first class? Business? No. I don't know. Whatever first class isn't. Like, why would she want to fly not first class if she can fly first class? What's the problem with that? You would all do it if you could, but you can't. So – Anyway, I'm hoping it picks up a little because we need to, we need to get in here. Um, I mean, but it's so much better than the old New York. I mean, not old, old New York, but just the past two seasons of the, like, legacy New York or whatever. I mean, it wasn't legacy New York, but you know what I mean. The, past, the last two seasons of New York were a flop, in my opinion, and this is a huge win, I'll say. Even though there's no drama yet, still a huge win. Uh, Lastly, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, first episode dropped last night of season four. And it was so good. I'm I'm excited to see where these ladies go. Uh, The shit talking of Jen Shaw is really interesting. The fact that they fucking got her ex assistant to come on and be a real housewife is like, okay, Bravo is so messy. And I love them for that forever. So just keep it coming. And yeah, I can't think of, oh, Atlanta's on Real Housewives of Atlanta, which is so good. I'm not caught up, so I can't give full opinions. But one of my coworkers is watching Atlanta from the beginning and she's on like season five, I think. And it's so fun and funny, like hearing about it through her eyes because I I only watched it for the first time like two years maybe a year and a half ago so like i was in that stars in your eyes new girls to get to know new city to get to know vibe and it was just so fucking fun but i'm so happy that she has this and like 13 seasons at that like you're on your way babe it's gonna be so great it's gonna be so great i hope she's listening to this because i love your takes all of them okay Let's see, I think I think 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 that's it now. I can't imagine there's anything I'm missing. And that's sarcasm because there's deaf shit I'm missing. Um, what do I have on the stories right now? Joe Jonas. Kardashian's hanging out with Jeff Bezos, which is like probably fine, but also kind of annoying. Okay, some Taylor Swift fashion, which honestly, I don't think she's the most stylish, but she does what she feels comfortable in, it looks like, and I'm happy for her in that respect. Okay, yeah, Kim, Chloe, P, and North all went to that same renaissance night. I think it was the same as the Kylie Timothy. Kylie, Timmy, <laughs> whatever. Um, and P looks so effing cute. She's gonna be like something to absolutely reckon with and I can't wait oh that's another news thing is that Travis Barker left the European leg of the Blink-182 tour to be with Courtney potentially for an emergency situation so I hope everything is okay there okay Pete Davidson and Chase Suey Wonders broke up I forgot about that and yeah That's that. Sorry for this frenzy of sirens. I hope everyone's okay. But I think I'm going to end it here. I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a fabulous Virgo season and September. Make those lists, grab those crystals, and let's get to manifesting the best lives that we've ever had. I wish you guys wealth and health and opportunity and success and happiness. And I wish it for myself too. Okay. I love you guys. Bye.